I'm Joe. And this is Ubaldi Brief, and we're going to be talking about ending the Senate filibuster. Are we talking about ending or how they're going to... So the, well, basically... Let's maybe talk about what bill just got passed through the House. The Senate right now. Okay, let's restate. Two things happened last week. The first one that's probably the most important thing that most people know about. The House passed the previous weekend the stimulus package yeah. and it went to the Senate and they had a late night voterama on Friday night into Saturday morning and the Senate passed the their version of the stimulus package, which now goes back to the House for their vote. They coincide it and then it goes off to the president for his signature. Okay. The other vote was HR one, which changes, which is basically an election reform. Mm-hmm. It pretty much nationalizes, changes a lot. It puts a lot of radical natures in there. That passed the House. They passed HR one before in 2019, but the Republicans filibustered it in the Senate and it didn't go anywhere. Now that the Democrats control the Senate, potential pass it, but the Republicans could still invoke the filibuster, which needs 60 senators to end the debate on the filibuster. And there's not going to be 10, Demo- 10 Republicans who are going to cross over to end the debate. So well, let's go back for a second on the vote to impeach Trump. How many senators made that way over there? I think every Democrat voted yes for it, and two or three senators crossed over. Okay, so it's still not enough if it was even... Okay, and our... So that we know how the House stands when it comes to... Okay, how did the House stand to this? Were there any nays on the Democratic side when it came to this bill? On which one? H.R. 1, yeah. There was one Democrat who voted no. Okay. He was from Louisiana and he said, I'm voting my, what my constituents wanted. This is not the way to go. We're not going to take voting rights is a state issue, especially at the presidential level. That's in section two of the constitution. So if it even does pass, it's going to be taken up to the Supreme Court because a bunch of the states said they would take it and they have strong legs to stand Hmm. because when it comes to presidential elections, each state can set up its own rules for presidential elections. So even if it did get passed, it would probably head to the Supreme Court anyway because it's unconstitutional or at a federal level. It's more it should be decided by the states. Correct. Technically, and I'm I, like uh, like I said earlier, are they just maybe using this to see how the filibuster ruins things and try to get rid of the filibuster? There's two groups right now when it comes to the, removing the filibuster. The progressives want to get rid of it because they know they've got a short window to get their legislation through. Everything they want to pass, Medicare for all substantial raising of taxes. The new Green Deal doesn't have 51% of the support of the American people. Mm -hmm. The only way it would get through is a simple majority. So they have to get rid of the filibuster to do that. Most legislation needs 60 senators to get through. Now, other things have gone through on reconciliation, which is just strictly a majority. And the last couple pieces of major legislation, like the, the, the Trump tax cuts of 2017, that was through reconciliation. The Obamacare was through reconciliation because both parties are so intransient in their views, they're not going to compromise with the other side. Yeah. So progressives just want to jam this thing through. So they want to remove the filibuster. 
But there's a big debate. Now, Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia, he's against removing the filibuster or eliminating it. He wants to make changes to it to make it harder to use. That's happened over the decades where the filibuster started in 1806 with uh, Vice President Aaron Burr making a tweak. It really wasn't used that much in the 19th century and a very limited option, but it was gotten heavily used during the civil rights debates of the 1950s, 1960s. So they made changes again in 1970, where before that, they did a filibuster. Someone would get up and speak or a group of Senate would speak for like as long as they remained standing. But the whole Senate would shut down. In 1970, they made a change. We're not going to shut the whole Senate down just so someone can filibuster or something. We can still get work done. So let's go back a little bit how the Democrats, I guess they set up the nuclear option when it came to the Senate. Yeah, the nuclear option was done by Harry Reid. He said, we're going to do it by simple majority when it comes to the selection of judges to the federal bench minus the Supreme Court. So when the Republicans took control of the Senate, they initiated the the nuclear option when it came to the selection of Supreme Court nominees. Because before, yeah, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Amy Comey Barrett, before you needed 60 senators to vote for a Supreme Court nominee. And in the past, whenever a president wanted a Supreme Court nominee, unless there was something egregious in the person's background, they more than likely got what they needed. They got the votes to confirm that individual. The change happened when Clarence Thomas was, no, excuse me, was when Robert Bork was appointed by Ronald Reagan. And because he had a track record, Democrats came at him with full bore and it scuttled his nomination. Then you had Clarence Thomas and then it just became a free for all after that. Going with that. So who nominated Clarence Thomas? Was that Bush? President Bush. Okay. But going to the nuclear option, the Democrats were the ones that pulled for the nuclear option and it kind of ended up biting them in the ass when. Correct. Now, the, could to say well, the filibuster, to get rid of the filibuster, we're heading into 2022. If the House goes blue and we get some Senate seats back, then, and there's no more filibuster, guess what? We can just put whatever bill we want. The nuclear option would work when, let's say, for the sake of argument, the Democrats eliminate the filibuster. 2022, it's a bloodletting for the Democrats. The Republicans take the House and the Senate. The Republicans could use the nuclear, but it's not going to go anywhere because the White House is controlled by the, the Democrats. Let's just say for the sake of argument again, the House remains Republican, the Senate remains Republican, and a Republican takes the presidency. The, the Republicans can then say, okay, we're not going to, you guys took away the filibuster. We're doing the same thing. Everything we want to do is simple majority. All right. so now there's perils for the Democrats. Let's just say they get rid of the nuclear, the filibuster, and they pass their the tax cuts, tax hikes. They do all their progressive legislation. The problem with this is economics doesn't play partisan politics, meaning you raise taxes, you raise regulations, you push all this change that goes through. When you make something more expensive, you get less of it. Now, if they raise massive taxes, it would be a replication of 
what Franklin Roosevelt did in the middle of the Great Depression. People need to realize there was two periods to the Great Depression. By 1935, America got all its gains that it lost with the collapse in the stock market in 29. So Roosevelt put a corporate tax, individual tax, and other taxes into the economy. So businesses and individuals had to hold on to their money and had to give it to the government. So instead of investing in their company and investing in their employees, they gave it to the federal government and it sank the, the economy went into a tailspin, ushered in the second Great Depression that only came out of it because of World War II. Yeah. So we're coming out of a very deep recession. The economy is improving. Every account, many economists have said so, even Larry Summers, who was a chief economic advisor to Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, said we're coming out of it. If they do this, small business could be just collapsed because they're just taking a pounding. Yeah. So there's perils on that. And then that happened before. Be careful what you wish for. You may get it and you may give a win to the other side when they take over because they're going to say, you did it, we're doing it. And it's ironic because President Obama, when he was in the Senate in 2005, when there was a rumor the Republicans were going to end the filibuster, he said it was un- you, it, you shouldn't do it. It's bad for the government. Now, all of a sudden, he's all in favor of it because it benefits the Democrats. So it's duplicitous on the other side. So I just think it's bad precedent. And it's a good precedent to have the filibuster because it gives the majority is going to have to work with the minority to get legislation through. Compromise isn't a bad thing. Yeah. And we need to get back to that. But we're not. We can't even agree if they're going to have turkey or ham for a meeting. So go ahead and tell them how they can get a hold of us, John. You can get a hold of us by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Type in Ubaldi Reports. If you go to Facebook, check out Ubaldi Reports group, and you can see us there. But we also like to put a a shout out to our listeners, especially from those on Heroes Media Group. They are now sponsoring this. They're allowed to put our pot, Ubaldi Reports, on their network so we can get some traffic to to there. And Heroes Media Group is a veteran-owned business. So we're moving up and about. Yeah, and also let's uh, let them know about we have a Patreon that will provide uncensored content for those who would like to participate. And it also will lengthen the briefs up to a report. The more people contribute to listening to us, and if they want to throw us a buck or whatever, the tiers are set up for them by donating or giving money to us. We're able to use that to give you more report or you body reports so everybody should take a look at our patreon sign up you'll get uh uncensored content show we're working on one a week and then we will go ahead and also do more briefs or so everybody keep on listening and have a good night keep listening to you all the way